Ah, oh, good evening. Welcome to Sports Rewind Digital Podcast. I'm joined by Davo and BJ tonight on our first ever live stream. We always record it live, but this time people can actually comment. And let's see if we actually get anybody in there to comment. Fellas, how was the week or the weekend? Pretty good. Pretty good. Missed out on baseball. So, uh, so yeah. Missed out on the loss for you, Blacks, but good weekend otherwise. Maybe all reports you uh, had the coronation party down there at your house. Uh, how was it? Oh, it was good, mate. Tea and scones. So yep. down at the Grange. So, well, actually brought home a lot of silverware. Well, I didn't, but the family did. So, <laughs> Mate, run us through that. That was awesome. So we had our uh, Narara Wyoming Cricket Club Preso on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon and night. So, uh, yeah, the, the the kids and the missus cleaned up. Pretty much every award that they could win, they did win. So Ashley was uh, uh, best player in her stage. Ella was the best player in her stage. Lauren was the best female cricketer and a swag of other awards to them. So had to uh, get the wheelbarrow out to take all their trophies home. Nice, mate. They showed uh, us a big time. Mate, some of the photos you sent, I'd tell you what, you would have needed a pretty big car to get them home, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty jam-packed in the car. And I must say, the best the best point was that my dad was there and as a life member of the club, uh, he loved it from a cricket point of view, but also a proud proud father-in-law and grandfather as well. So uh, it was a good, good afternoon slash night. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Well done to the Lady Davos. So... I took out the yourself, back of my team, so at least at least I got something. I got the got the hitting award for for my team, but uh, the rest of the teammates let me know about how uh, how shit I was compared to the rest of the family. <laughs> yeah, what was your average? You probably only averaged about eighty for the year or something, did you? No, I was thirty five, so three hundred and eighty runs on the year. But yeah, got out a few times, so wasn't quite as good as the daughters who was around two hundred, I think. She got out twice, first game and last game. That was it for the whole season. So it's, it's a unreal. fair average. It's unreal. About you, Randall? Bit of baseball on the weekend, mate? Yeah, as always, mate. Jam-packed weekend for me. All day Saturday, all day Sunday with the kids and then myself yep. and coaching and stuff like that. So busy, busy. Good to see the kids all getting a run this week. Rain stayed away, which is always good. Yep. We might have been disappointing, but... Anyway, yeah, move on. Yeah, that's it. You had fun out out in the sun, mate. Having a game of baseball. Who cares? How's how's the body today, Mister Hudson? After throwing five gigs, feel all right. Uh, Not too bad actually today. Last couple were were pretty average, but it wasn't my arm that was sore. It was the rest of my body, my legs, and the torso. But ah, mate. They hit me well, and uh, you know we didn't hit enough. That's baseball, and well, not going slow anyway. enough, mate. You start out uh, slow and get slower. Haven't I taught you that, mate? He's he's talking out of his backside, mate, because they didn't hit him well at all. I think he gave up a couple of well-hit balls in late in the game, and that was it. Other than that, there was a lot of chinkers. There was a few flares, but you know. Did what they had to do. We'll see him next round and see what happens. 
we just didn't back yet back him up in the field which which hurts a little bit you know we had a same as ninja didn't really back him up but you know considering that's the worst game we've played maybe in two years and we only got beat eight five so i think we left runners on well they got down to end of time and the last batter call was made and you know we had runners on first and second i think or something like that with only one out or something like that and we'd already scored two runs in the inning so we you know we we gave it all the way to the end which is a you know shows a bit of character it was good yep we just didn't do it early enough sure how did uh, first and second grade go, mate? I didn't get over there on the on the Sunday. Yeah, second grade got up fairly convincingly. I'm not 100% on the score. I'm thinking it was about 13-3 or something like that. Yep. Um, I think we we hit through the – I think we hit round in the first first inning. So I think the number one hitter was running the risk of first and third out. No, sorry, he <laughs> did. Joshy Judge was uh, oh. first and third out in the first oh, inning. Done a Hudson. Yes. Unbelievable. So, team shout. He was lucky, though. They didn't, weren't selling beers. They didn't have any. What um, do you mean? They, just, they didn't have any available. They said, we just don't have any. So, what do you mean? Where was this at? Uh, was it White Sox? Wow. At Plattsburgh. So they, they were all out of beer. So Must mind you, Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Must have been. Must have been real big. They mustn't have realized we were playing Toronto. Jeez. Uh-huh. And then first grade, um, weather-affected game. We we started an hour late. That big storm come through was sort of right on game time start. So um, they pushed the game time back. I think we got six innings in in the end, and we got up 4-2. Yep. So, right again, a fairly, de- fairly depleted side. Um, same as sort of the same as what we had on Saturday. A lot of people out this weekend, so oh, weekend just gone. Sorry, we got a bit of hail over our way. I don't know whether there hail there, but yeah, kids are loving it. Yeah. Even the and dog was, was out in it. Loved it was bitter, bitterly cold with the wind, mate. It was yeah. Oh. I bet. All right, great self. Well, uh, yourself, mate. Just the baseball, mate. Baseball, and uh, yeah, went back to work, so. Mm. Not much else happening for me. How did uh, your night shift go, mate? After after oh, throwing fire, fantastic, fire. mate. It was a pretty quiet shift, so wasn't too bad. Wasn't too bad at all. Yeah, you could have been with the rest of us, mate, at Toronto RSL. Quite a yeah. few uh, frozen mai tais and kam- frozen kamikazes sliding around everywhere. Yeah, no, I'm glad I was where I was at. You know, the boys were very disappointed, though, Davo, that. Yeah, you missed baseball for a coronation party, so. Yeah. Anyway, you, you'll be back next week, over. Hey. All right, fellas. The tidbits this week. Uh, tidbits uh, sponsored by Game Day Sportswear, a local sporting uh, goods company that will fix up any sort of sporting or workwear uniforms for you. Hit them up on their socials. We're going to jump right into these tidbits. I think it's you up first, Davo, for three. Yeah, so um, so good old Jamie Moyer. So when we all know how long he pitched for, but when he retired, he'd faced 8.9%. So nearly 9% of all 
MLB hitters ever. You think how long baseball's been around for, um, and it just shows the longevity of the guy. 9% of hitters ever. Crazy. So, that's... <laughs> Does your head in a bit, doesn't it, when you try and work out how many batters he would have actually faced? It's, yeah. Do we know? Yeah. How many? uh, How many seasons did he play? Do we know? No idea. Over twenty. Yeah. Twenty-two, I think, or something. Massive. It. uh, What a stat! I might have to look that one up. See how many seasons he played. So the next next one is out there as well. Apparently, Ray Caldwell. He was struck by lightning in the ninth inning of the Indian of the Indians' debut on the twenty fourth of August in nineteen nineteen. So, if that's not bad enough that he got struck by lightning, he then got up and finished the game after being revived. So, you see a lot of pitchers go come out of a game for any reason today. So. He got struck by lightning, was dead, got revived, finished off the game. He then pitched a no-hitter at New York 17 days later. So the bolt of lightning might have done him good, but wow, that's just... Insane. That's unheard of. That's out there. Yeah. And he ended up winning 20 games for the 1920 uh, World Champion Indians like a year later. So... Uh, yeah, pitchers today have no excuse for coming out of a game unless you've been hit by lightning and revived and staying Crazy. in. Yeah, I, I can't uh, fathom anything like that these days. They get a little twinge and they're out. So anyway. You just can't fathom that in general. <laughs> no. Just Bloke just was dead. Bloke was just dead on. and then uh, revived him and... Yeah, yeah, I'll finish it off. Yeah, I'm good to go, That's Skip. Freak. Don't take me out, Skip. I, uh, <laughs> Jamie Moyer was 1986 to 2012. Yeah, so yeah. twenty, just over 25 years, I think it says. It's a crazy, uh, crazy stat. What's well, uh, ridiculous? It is ridiculous, Randall. Now, and this last one, it, it's out of left field, and. How people have the time to come up with this crap, I'll never know. But every team in the league has at least one player on their team with all the letters of Astro in their name, except for the Astros. So for those listening, though, you wouldn't see the picture. There's a photo of Marcus uh, Stroman on, on the screen. So he has Astro in his name. So every team has someone with those letters, except the Astros. So there's your useless stat for the day. How many beers do you reckon he drank before he went, oh, there's Astro in his name. Let's calculate how many others there are. <laughs> oh. Yeah. As I say, how much time it, does someone have? Like, yeah, it's quirky, it's fun, but who comes up with this? Yeah. I don't know. I got nothing. Pretty cool fact, though. Now, I'm going to be looking at that now. Yeah, so yeah me too. When you play, yeah, you'll be, looking at, you'll be yeah, trying look to find your Astro in every team. Yeah. Surely surely he's just been on the uh, wacky tobacco or something, just chilling on the lounge and just it just come to him. 
and then he's just seen, have randomly seen another player. Oh, there's one too. Hey, didn't that other guy have that? Oh, while wearing his tinfoil hat. You're wearing his tinfoil hat <laughs> in his undies, armadillo yes. helmet. For sure, he might have his uh, game day sportswear shirt on as well. I'd say in there, but the next one. Old Bryce Harper, he's been uh, in a bit of the news lately. Boston Red Sox outfielder, Yoshida, his favourite player has always been Bryce Harper. And today, he finally got to meet his idol. Harper gifted him the MLB rookie, two autographed bats and a pair of his cleats. So, pretty cool that he's given back to even the players. Uh, I've always liked Harper as a player and it's good to see him back. And yeah, that's sure. it because Yoshida named his dog Harper. Yeah. So I know I didn't mention it there in the stat, but I think that's one of the things that came up as well. So that's how much he loves Bryce Harper. He's he, Yeah, he named his dog after him. Yeah. So good to see that, yeah, sort of class, class with class. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Sounds better by the looks of it. Yeah, so... This is a good little tongue-in-cheek, I suppose. You know, we all know how old Albert is. But um, I think a little stat come up when uh, the Angels played the Cardinals, I think I think over the weekend or over the weekend or back end of last week, I think it might have been, and said for the first time ever, the St. Louis Cardinals and Los Angeles Angels are playing each other without Albert Pujols in their lineup. So <laughs> I believe since they've been called the Los Angeles Angels possibly, yeah, it's the first time that neither team, while playing each other, have had Albert in their lineup. So he's he's been around for a long time. Well, they probably didn't have interleague when he first started. So uh, it's probably why they've, Could, they've maybe. never played each other. Yeah, possibly. This is true. Possibly. Probably. Because when you did start interleague, I know they sort of stayed within sort of uh, – leagues and all that, like AL East played NL East sort of thing. So maybe the schedules didn't work out for Angels Angels being in the West, Cardinals being in the Central. Who knows? But it's it's a fun fun stat for Albert. It is. It very well could have because I remember last year the um, there was a crazy stat floating around that the Orioles were playing at the New Bush Stadium against the Cardinals for the first time ever. And that was last year. And yeah. They had moved from the old stadium 15 years ago or something like that, and it was the first time they'd ever played at the new Bush Stadium. So, yeah, maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe the lineups have just never like come together, or the schedules have never lined up. Taylor, mm. pretty cool that. though. It is cool. It's a weird, weird stat. Weird little little bit. We love it. Love the weird tidbits. Oh, this one. Popped up today on my socials and I had to grab it. Joel Youngblood entered his name into the record books with hits for two teams on the same day in 1982 during his 14-year career. So obviously, you know, that's a pretty cool little thing. Like no one else has ever had two hits for two different teams on the same day. So I thought, oh, I need to find out more about this one. So I did actually do a little bit of research, surprisingly. Um, so he was actually playing for the Mets 
and was dealt midway through a game to the Expos. So he was playing in Wrigley Field against the Cubs. He hit a single in the third, got dealt midway through the game, left, jumped in a cab, jumped on a plane and flew to Philadelphia to meet up with the Expos who were playing a night game in Philly. He ended up playing in that game and singled in the seventh for the Expos. Nice. Went from a traded halfway through a day game, jump on a plane straight away. You you land in the new new place, jump straight in the game. That's unbelievable. Pretty pretty cool to start. Like that'll never ever get. You know, no one will ever do that again. No, Uh, the way things are. I think we might have gone close last year. I think with Boston. I think um, was it. Vasquez yeah, the catcher. Was traded during warm-up. Mm. And the two teams were actually playing each other. So he packed up his gear and walked to the other side, other dugout. <laughs> yeah. So he did warm-up with Boston, found mm. out he was traded, gave his hugs, gave his goodbyes, walked to the other dugout and was in – I don't think he appeared in the game, but he was <laughs> in uh, Houston uniform for the for that game. Yeah, crazy, crazy, and he found out from the media too. Yeah. Oh, I see ya. Yeah. Pretty brutal, isn't it? It's yes, a business. But, yeah, but I, mean, I don't think you'll never see it. You know, you never see them actually play in two games in a day. I don't think. No, I don't think so either, mate. I don't think so either. Uh, this one's been all over social media, uh, Twitter, and uh, a couple of other podcasts I listen to. Uh, Miss Oakland A's legend, Vida Blue. Mate, he was a three-time World Series champ, six-time All-Star, Cy Young Award winner, MVP. Went on. He, uh, he also played for the Giants. Um, he also went on and did a lot of commentary um, with the Oakland Athletics. Um, absolute legend in the game. And uh, rest in peace. They say he was pretty close to the Hall of Fame. Um, but didn't get there. But yeah, another another legend gone from the sport. So I like the old A's uniform. Me too. Me too. It's unreal. Anyway, fellas, that rounds out our tidbits for the week. Uh, thanks again to Game Day Sportswear. Uh, appreciate the support. Good hard and, ninety uh, boys. Hard ninety, you'll be oddy. And uh, yeah, appreciate your support and. If you've got a, if you look after a sporting club or a business, uh, hit them up on socials and uh, they can hook you up with a price, that's for sure. All right, fellas, we're going to move on. Um, we'll probably, let's go to NRL next. Um, Randall's there fumbling away for his NRL stats. Yeah. You just want Didn't to talk about that. the Tigers, mate. Mate, I'll talk about the Tigers straight up. Two in a row, two in a row. That's all I've got to say. 18 16 yeah. win. Over the Dragons. You'll be eating. Magic round. What did you guys what'd you make of it? Also, tough you week didn't... for footy tipping. Oh. I know it's that. I know. I start... No. The who? But uh, I think I, it's... I started off strong. I think I went the first three and then didn't get another one all weekend. Yeah. So. It's a great round, but as we talked last week, uh, Suncorp just wasn't up to it. The surface yeah. was just atrocious. 
And yeah. it's always going to be hard when you're playing that many games on the one field over the space of three or four days. But um, and the, but to, the weather they it, had. But to play well. there the week, to play there the week before, and all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, they, they should, you know, give it two weeks rest prior. Yeah, to have to have an bloody you know eight games there or whatever, and then you know give it a week rest next, you know, the week after, and yeah. it'll be fine. But yeah. it's a pinnacle event. It's one of the ones they look forward to in the season. So you'd want everything done right to make yeah. sure it's a full success. Yeah, for sure. For sure. From yeah, what I've seen, yeah, I only watched the highlights. I didn't see any full games, but yeah, it just looked an absolute mess. Hmm. You know, it has your top level that... teams, your top level in the sport playing on that. So, yeah, yeah. and you know it's going to happen. Like, it, you know, you know it's going to get chopped up and whatnot. But yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, my other bugbear is always too that. You know, Brisbane are up there and it's and it's an away game for them. Yeah. Oh, you know, that they'll still get their other thirteen home games plus this game. You know, come on. <laughs> get yeah. real. If it's a home game for them, make it a home game. Don't make it don't make it another team's home game that they don't get to play at home and they still get to play extra games there. Just it's yeah, just yeah. stupid. It's just stupid. Yes, a uh, couple of scores. Obviously, the Raiders 34 over Davo's Doggies 30. Did you watch that, Davo? No, I was, I was out and about, but the, the Dogs fought back well. They were down down by about 16 or 18 early in the second or oh, first half. So to to sort of fight back was a fair, fair effort. I thought they might have yeah. snuck in the win, but not to be. No, Raiders hung in there, mate. They 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 kept that dream alive. They were um, yeah, that they were uh, not clinical, but they got their jo- got the job done. Yeah. Um, Doggy's still got a fair few out, so yeah, they're on the improve. That's all that matters. Um, Broncos thirty-two belted the Manly Seagulls six. That didn't quite go how I thought it would. I, I took the Broncos for the win, but. I thought it might have been a bit closer than that. Yeah. Eagles are struggling. They got done by the Titans last week, flogged by the Broncos this week. So, um, wiring signs there at old Brookie. I love yeah. it. Yeah, me too. Don't worry. I love it too. It's great. But yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be the team playing them this week. There might be a, you know, a bit of a point to prove. There might be a bit of a score. Um, Panthers 18 over the Warriors 6. Pretty good game as well. Um, pretty pretty wet game, from what I from what I saw. It looked like it was wet. I, yeah, I only saw bits and pieces pieces of it. Storm just yeah. rolled through. Typical typical Brisbane sort of. Yeah. It was fine. All of a sudden, storm rolled through, then nicked off, and away you go. Sunny away again. Away you go. Came back on. Um, then the Dolphins fins up 36-16. Over the over the Sharkies, um, we actually got to the RSL and I looked at this. I looked at the telly and it was, I think it was like thirty nil to the Dolphins, and I was like, oh, geez, yeah. this game's over. Sat down, had a couple of beers, looked back up, and it was thirty to ten, and it was like, oh yeah, there's we're going into half time, and I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> I thought 
I thought this was the second half, and yeah, it was yeah thirty ten at half time. I didn't know what was going on. So only two tries in the second half, but um yeah, Dolphins. You you can't. I suppose you've got to stop saying now, don't you, that it's um you know they're they're upsetting teams. They're um yeah they're, they're looking the real deal. Wayne Bennett's nine hundredth victory as well. Yeah, pff, never heard of her. Yeah. Been around a while, hasn't he? Didn't do much yeah, for the night, Randall. Yeah, I was going to say, did nothing for the Knights. <laughs> no. Not much for the no. Dragons either. He, he, well, he got him a premiership, didn't he? May have, but, yeah, not much. Um, Rabbitohs, 28 over the Storm, 12. I didn't actually pick that. I, I, I thought Melbourne might have been a bit better than that, but nope. Bunnies are still firing along nicely. Yeah, they they've hit a purple patch, the bunnies. So they're just chugging along nicely. Yeah, I don't know how long that'll last, but you know, ride it while you can, don't they say? That's it. And then, oh yeah, Hutto, your tigers, mate. Eighteen sixteen over the dragons, mate. You <laughs> yeah, must have been cheering, mate. When I seen it, I, I think I sent you the message straight away. Yeah, I was all over it. Oh. it was fantastic. Stoked. Catching up to Stoked. those nights. They are, mate. They are, but they, they had a narrow win in Golden Point over the bye, so they got the two points this week, fortunately. Only just, um, Randall. Golden Point, mate, Golden Point, but that's Wait. all that matters. Well, we're talking about the Knights. Uh, what do you fellas think about their little uh, week away in Bali? Some went well, to Bali and... Apparently it was only one that went to Bali. Only, only one person did. Yeah. That's... There you go. I don't, I don't know, don't quote me on that, but that's what I read today that it was only actually one, one bloke, Bradman Best, that went there. <laughs> that's right. it. So it was so, a, a whole media G up as per usual. Today, mate, couldn't tell you, you know, what it's like. They would all hush they wouldn't do that, would they? The media never. Oh, God, no, 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 no. <laughs> they don't do that sort of thing, mate. They're, if they write something, you know it's true, and you should go go by it. Yeah, absolutely. What about this one? Cowboys twenty over the Roosters six. Yeah. Yeah, you want to pick that turn up? No, they're lacking. Ugh, bloody hell! Roosters they they're on struggle street too, aren't they? They're in real they trouble. Are. And the Cowboys had been struggling beforehand, so that's like the way they'd been playing. You think, okay, yeah, yeah, Roosters should do this pretty easy. Yep. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then, and then, oh, Parramatta back to their ways, beaten 26-24 by the Titans. How good is that? Well, it shows Titans it wasn't a one-week wonder beating Manly a brookie. Yep. So uh, you can't really call it a fluke now, can you? They've backed it up yeah. by beating Eels. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. the... Uh... Who's on top of the table, Randall? Uh, How's the table looking, Bron- mate? The Broncos, mate. Broncos are sitting at the tippy top on 16 points uh, ahead of the Rabbitohs on 14, Penrith 12, along with Sharks, Dolphins, Storm, Titans, Roosters, and the Raiders, all on 12. Wow. So that's all the way down to 10th place. Um, in 10th place there, you've got Manly on 11, Warriors on 10, Newcastle on nine, then Parramatta, Cowboys, Dirty Dogs, all on eight, 
And then the West Tigers and the Dragons equal last on six. So really? it's good, mate. You're moving up, moving up. It's that's all that matters. Equal last, not not dead last. Well, they reckon equal uh, last. Oh, mate from the Dragons. He's a dead man walk. He's been a dead man walking since the start of the season. I Is think it's Griffin? just coming. Griffin, yeah. I think it's only going to be, I reckon, another loss next week. And bye-bye. Yeah, it's going to be a tough challenge for them, actually. They've got the Cowboys, the Dragons. So Yeah. And the Tigers are hard up, too. Though. They're playing bunnies. I don't know. So. Bunnies are red hot. I think they're going to go on and win it this year. Yeah. After, after, you know, seeing them for a few weeks in a row. Yeah. Playing well. I think yeah, they're the right uh, way. going to be up there. That's for sure. But Thursday night looks good, though. We've got the Broncos versus Storm. That'll that'll be a cracking game, I think. Up there? Uh, no, sure. Danny Melbourne. Yeah. Okay. Got to give that yeah. ground rest for sure. <laughs> they have to. But Storm, Storm are $1.70 favourites. So That's surprising. I thought it'd be mm. about... Dollar ninety, two dollars or something. Yeah, I thought uh, it would have been a pretty close, even split. You know, sort of two dollars, two dollars. But nope. Yeah. Even um, yeah, Friday night doggies versus warriors. That you know that that could be anything. Um, Roosters Panthers this week as well. That that could be a cracking game. Um, I think the the Pen- Penrith be, but Penrith are a bit short though at a dollar fifty. I think. I don't think they've been as good as they uh, they should. Yeah. Um, they've done enough to win, but haven't really set the world on fire to warrant yeah, that's $1.50. Right. No, that's, I agree. I agree. Um, but the, the closest, by the looks of it, is um, the Knights versus Titans this weekend on Sunday. $1.95 the Knights are paying and $1.85 for the Titans. So that's a pretty, pretty even split there. That is pretty even. Um, yeah, and then rounding out the weekend is uh, Manly versus the Sharkies. I think that should be Manly got to step it up. Yeah. I'm okay if they don't, but but they need to turn it up. It's got the yeah. potential to be a good game, but the way that Manly's played the last couple of weeks, yeah. can you back you, you, them? I don't know. I don't know. you got to think, you know, that they've just been pumped two weeks in a row. They've got to come out firing. And the yeah. Sharkies getting beat by the Dolphins on the weekend, they're going to fire. Surely they've got to come out firing too. Yeah. And then, yeah, the, the, old, the old Finns up have got the uh, got the bye. Flip, Flipper has a rest. There you go. And that rounds out our uh, rugby league. What's your thoughts on the uh, – on the – the, the round from the last weekend, do you like the whole idea of them being together or not? Yeah. I think it's it's good for the game, I think. Um, you know, get everybody up there and and whatnot, you know, go there and have a full house. Mm. But Game after game. Yeah. Surely it's not a bad thing for the sport. It's just the ground, isn't it? Yeah. Probably should be a showcase to even possibly take to another city that doesn't normally have the footy. Yeah, yeah. Like 
I understand go to Brisbane this time of year. It's probably nicer up there than what it would be down here in Sydney or uh, Melbourne. Like, yeah, camera. But why not take it, like, be like the AFL? AFL took a whole round to Adelaide. Yeah. Um, maybe go to a city that doesn't normally hold the footy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Up to Stadium. Uh, up to they've, probably got, they've probably got AFL there, I suppose. But um, if you're going to make it a showcase and you want to make it truly a national rugby league, uh, take it somewhere. Even take yeah. it to the bush. I know that I know several games go to the bush anyway, but uh, if you found a decent enough stadium in the bush somewhere or another capital, down to Hobart, they're about to get an AFL stadium. I don't know. It's a good concept. I like it, but just, yeah, why I was up at Suncorp. Darwin. Go Darwin. Cairns. Yeah, Cairns is a good one. There's, a, there's plenty of options. I, I just think it's cool um, that they can play together. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess the ground is that, that big concern, but it's over now for another year. They, uh, they can get their ground sorted for a couple of weeks' time when they play there again and go from there. All right, fellas, that uh, that rounds out the NRL. We've got bits and pieces from here on in for the night. Um, we've got little bits and pieces that we're sort of all going to comment on. And You're talking about uh, the ground chopped up. That could lead into... Uh... Absolutely could lead into something, Davo, if I could find it, you know. But, um, yeah. What about that, Davo? What a segue. Uh, you can't have it both ways. You can't. Like, yes, they want they want the prestige of holding the event and the money that goes with it and the shot, shot around the world so they see the golf course. But you've got to understand you're going to have damage done. That party hole got so much beer thrown around. It would have been just sloppy as underneath those stands and... You know, wherever everyone walked and stood and partied for the, those three days, not four days, and yeah, you got to expect it, don't you? And yeah. this is probably the eighty-year-old members who play once a week on a Wednesday morning at seven o'clock. Never stick around; they play their game and go home. Never put any money in the club or anything like that. It's probably these guys that are out there whinging. Oh, uh, Gary. Oh, Barry was going to get a birdie, but he hit a world track and went left. So he ended up with yep. three over. Yep. And I reckon it would be those guys. It's like, it's not you guys that sort of play every week and then go back in the clubhouse, support the club and all that. It's probably just your old, your old members who, yeah, they're out yeah. there first thing and then nick off. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You're right. For yeah. sure. Yeah, you're like you said, you can't have it both ways. You either want the big crowds and the publicity, which comes with drawbacks, or you don't. Yeah. But no. the strange part would be the fairways and greens would still be immaculate because they never went near that. So it must That's be right. the hackers that are whinging where they're hitting their ball into the trees, into the rough and all that, where where they're in trouble because we all watched some of the golf. They never went down the fairways. The uh, grandstands were built behind the greens. So, yeah, 
Yeah, must they be must hackers be. out there. There's, there's probably plenty of them too, Dave. That's for sure. Oh, uh, this one from included. yeah, mate. I don't even own golf clubs anymore. That's how good I I am at golf. Uh, this one burn, from today. What was that, Randall? Yours are burnt, aren't they? Yeah, they sure are. They they were disintegrated along with everything uh, else in the house. Mate, you can buy kids' clubs, so you'll be right. The right I, height. I could. Now, this one, fellas, today. Now, one of you blokes brought up the sale GP when it was in Sydney uh, months ago. But I uh, noticed this one uh, in the news today. The Aussies won the grand final in San Francisco, beat New Zealand and Great Britain. So great to see the Aussies up there kicking ass in that. What, what hasn't Slingsby won? He's won Olympic gold. He's won Commonwealth gold. Uh, yeah. I think he's even been a captain for America's Cup team, hasn't he? I think like the. I'm not sure of that one. Uh, yeah. But I know he's been on those boats, so it's like, what can't that guy do? But that would have been a good spectacle over in San Francisco because, as we know, the waters, it's not calm over there. It's always windy. No. Yeah. So they would have got some speed going. Might get hit by a baseball too there in the splashdown area. Straight in the cubby cove. Look out. <laughs> uh, what else have we got here? I'm going through a few things and uh, I'm going to try to save all the baseball for later. But the NFL today released its new schedule. Um, there's also a few changes. So the N- uh, sorry, NFL will have a Black Friday game for the first time ever. Um, we don't have huge Black Friday over here. Um, I guess shopping wise, online shopping and that has started again a bit more popular in Australia, but we don't really have it over there, so no big deal to us. Um, this one, the the games don't belong to the networks anymore, that all the games are free agents, so that's pretty cool, except for I know. With the MLB TV, uh, I don't have Apple TV, and I know Dave has Apple TV. I can't watch. I've got an MLB TV subscription, and can't watch the games that are the Apple on Apple TV. But those that have Apple TV don't get the rest of the MLB TV games. So I don't know how that's going to work, actually. Um, and that that's quite frustrating too when you want to watch your team and. You pay like I don't even remember what it is that I pay for a subscription. It's two hundred and something odd bucks. To, you got to Gordon, have, mate. Only hundred and thirty. Uh, US. Ah, Aussie. You got rorted. But, but you know, you you know, how do you, you? What are you paying for? You're paying yeah, yeah. for those games, and they go, oh, by the way, you can't watch your team play this week because. Well, today because it's going to be an Apple TV subscription or a, a yes, you know, yes network. That's sort yes of thing. Network. It's a lockout. It's a lockout yeah, unless yeah. you have like the yes network and those sort of things. So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll be interesting. It will especially be especially for international viewers. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, teams can be on Thursday night football twice. Um, I like the idea of Thursday night football because we get games uh on a friday friday morning friday yeah. lunchtime lunchtime yeah, yeah. absolutely 
Uh, not all teams are guaranteed to have a prime time spot, which, you know, in in Australia, we always get, you know, the Patriots. We always get the Yankees with baseball. Uh, you know, those bigger name teams and teams that have sort of always been on. So hopefully that means we're going to get a good mix of, of games on on our uh, free-to-air over here. You probably get it. We get pretty lucky with the NFL, I think, with because of the timing of when they yeah. of when they play. There's nothing else really on at those times yeah. of day. So yeah, you sort of they get a little bit more free reign, I guess. Where yeah. with the yeah. baseball, you sort of get one game every second day or whatever, and it's usually at nine o'clock in the morning when there's no any other sport on that would normally be on in our winter. Yeah. And doesn't which is which which is usually in an east coast team generally you know they're 7 yep. p.m games at 9 a.m for us so yeah and then you might get lucky and you know spin a lunchtime game from a from a west, west coast. coast yeah go them giants but that's it like normally you when you wake up on a monday morning there's game on at three o'clock or 3 a.m the game at 5 a.m so you're right. There's not a whole lot of live sport on at that time, so it has yeah. it does work out well. Yeah, agreed. Uh, the next one, the I'm just going to run through our F1 now. Followed F1 a little bit this year, mate, and it is really good to see those Ferraris right down there in the championship points at fourth. Red Bull Racing and Max Verstappen are absolutely killing it. Aston Martin um, jumping up a few spots this year. Uh, Fernando Alonso is is going off there. But Ferrari, 78 points down there with uh, McLaren. But while I've got you guys, I just want to run through this with the F1. Lewis Hamilton, what is this? This is no, what he walked no. into, into I guess the the pit lane area, and is he going for a spot in Zoolander or? Yeah, I, yeah, I that would maybe like he's looking for Zoltan or something from Dude, where's my car? Or I don't know. Right. When you're the it's goat, you there. can do what you want, can't you? Oh, you can do whatever True. you want with, with the with the millions and millions and millions of dollars that he's got. Yeah. Zero pretty, uh, Yeah, pretty crazy. But you look at that points table and um, Ricardo looked, he looks a genius for leaving McLaren and just being a like a backup driver for Red Bull who, who won't even get a go. But you look at McLaren there on 14 points. You, yeah. You'd be better off not racing at all than suffering through what they are. Yeah. But it, it's all those teams, isn't it? Like you look at that, like... No one's going to catch Red Bull. No, no. And no. it's surprising to see Aston Martin up that high. Like, yeah, as you say, they've never really done anything. Like, I know they're relatively new, but um, Mercedes normally goes a lot better. As you say, yeah. Mercedes and Ferrari. Yeah, they're usually battling it out. Yeah, the they're top. a long way, off, a long, long way off the pace, aren't they? They are. They are. But it is. 
they are a long way off the pace and mate it's just good to see i guess different teams up there even haas um watching that drive to survive series is sort of it's pretty cool to see all these different teams and some of the characters behind it i didn't really follow formula one until sort of the last season and um, I guess it was because of that drive to survive that I sort of tuned into it. All right, fellas, we got some baseball to uh, finish off with. Let's talk some local baseball. Um, as you said before, Toronto Tigers in first grade beats uh, White Sox 4-2. The other first grade game, Belmont had a bye. Boomerangs 2, Phoenix Charlestown 2. Um, they had a bit of a rain delay. And they had a game of spoons. Did you see that on social media, fellas? No, I didn't. Mate, Diggy Van Dyke, if you are listening, you are the greatest spoons player I have ever seen, ever, hands down. But if you haven't seen the Game of Spoons, go over to the Phoenix Charlestown Baseball Facebook page and check out the Game of Spoons. I don't have it uh, here right now, but, um, yeah, the young rookie there, he did cop a few good knocks to the head, that's for sure. A couple of good games of spoon. Uh, uh, there's always uh, one, isn't there? There is. Second grade, 11-3 in favour of Toronto and Boomerangs, 8 defeated. Uh, Phoenix six. Let's run through uh, the second and third grade. Uh, sorry, the third and fourth grade. So White Sox eight defeated Phoenix two. Belmont eight tied with Maitland eight. That, that was a surprise when I read that in third grade. Mm, interesting. And Boomerangs beat Toronto 8-5, as discussed earlier. Fourth grade, six all, White Sox and Phoenix. Belmont, nine, defeated Maitland, six. And Toronto, three, were defeated by Boomerangs, 13. Fifth and sixth grade, um, Phoenix were defeated by uh, White Sox, White Sox, red. And Boomerangs 20 defeated Maitland 5. And the Lake Camels 16 defeated White Sox Blue 2. And in 6th grade, uh, White Sox 12, Phoenix 3, Maitland 10, Boomerangs 9. Nice close game there. Another close game. Lake Camels defeated Belmont Seagulls 11-8. So a couple of close games there in 5th and 6th grade. There was more games on Sunday, I think, mate. Was there? Yeah. My bad. I think Toronto played on Sunday. Missed them completely. There we are. Lost, loss, I think. Yep. Belmont 9 defeated Toronto 3 and 5s. And Nelson Bay beat Woodbury CM 8 5. Uh, 9 7. Belmont over Toronto in 6th grade. And CM 7 over. Nelson Bay won. So who, who do you know who Toronto's got coming up, Randall, in this weekend? Yeah, so in, I know third and fourth grade we have White Sox. White Sox yep. at White Sox. And first grade will be Belmont at Belmont. Okay. On Sunday. So should be a good should good should be a good game. Yeah. 
Well, that will be good. No shame, you know. You'll have Alexander Wells throwing a couple of innings. Yeah. So that should be interesting to see. Yeah, it'll be good to see. Good, good, uh, good battles. That's for yeah, sure. especially with some of those blokes like Boss, Cambo, Moko. Yeah, um, yeah, should be, should be interesting. It will be very interesting. Should, should be a good matchup for both teams, I think, just to see where they're both at. Yeah, and I, I think he'll be start. Wells will be starting to throw a few more innings now too. He's had a few sort of yeah. three and four inning sort of stints. Not that he has needed to at any stage yet, but. Obviously, it'll build to a little bit more for later on in the season. If yeah, you need. they've still got other arms floating around too, you know, like, you know, they're yeah. not short of arms or anything like that. So, yeah. No, it would be quality. Build up, mate. Just, he'll just build up, I, I assume. Same yep. as what you would normally do. And, yeah. Right. We'll see. We will. All right. I'm going to go through the standings, I guess, of, uh, what we're seeing now with the MLB, so Tampa Bay still way out in front of their division, uh, 29 and 7. It's still just they're absolutely dominating. Baltimore, they're playing, they're playing Baltimore at the moment. So the Tampa Bay beat Baltimore today 3 0. Yeah, quality game. Did you catch much of it? I, did, I, watched, I watched it all. It was a bloody good game. Um, it was a good game. Yeah. Now that that's actually the first series opener the Orioles have lost this year, so they're now yeah. eleven and one for series openers. So, yeah, again talking about good challenges, it's a good challenge for them to see where they really are at. I think yeah. um, they've played some teams that aren't doing so well. Um, yep. So, yeah, I thought yeah, I thought I they hung in there well. well. How good is that? It is fantastic. Your, your Boston's doing all right, mate. They're they're five eighty three and coming fourth in the division. They're eight games behind with a, a five eighty three percentage. Yeah, that's and insane. We, we talked about every, in every other division except the NL East, they'd be first. Yeah, yeah. and they're coming and second they, last in the division. Yeah, it's just it's insane. And they're about to play the Braves, so I don't see them improving much. So. That'll be a good test for them. No, the Orioles, just the, Orioles just had the Braves over the weekend. I think Orioles went down 2-1 in, yeah. the, in the series. And I think they I think they had a big blowout in game one where the Orioles ran away with it. They scored five or six runs, I think, in one inning late in the game in the seventh inning. And then the other two games, they, I think they lost by one or two runs in two games. Yeah. So... I don't think Boston will be far off that pace, mate. I, they've got the bats that can do it. It's just their pitching, yeah, which is gonna, which is gonna worry them, isn't it? Yeah. The surprise there is the Tigers. They're they're starting to warm up a bit. Like I know they're still sub five hundred, but they they were they were right down the bottom for a while. So they're slowly finding a little bit of form. Yeah. Terrible division at the moment. So hey, that'll be good. What are they doing? Who's that, mate? Chicago White Sox. What's happened to yeah. them? They've just fallen off the face of the earth. Yeah, they're horrible. Hitting has been. I, as you know, I follow them a bit. I 
can't stand to watch them. The hitting's been terrible this year. Um, who, who did they just lose? Did they just lose? Was it Eloy or? Um, no. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I I can't tell you, Randall, but it wasn't it wasn't Eloy. I don't think. Okay. Uh, we'll have to have a look back. Well, Minnesota. The play today, old Bab, uh, Babu from Detroit, caught one in the nuts and then got tagged out on the oh, style oh, of yeah. attempt. How that, how that ended up in his glove, I will never know. Was it, was that, that was a, a, a kill a, a or whatever, was it? Yeah. Is that it was? Yeah. A, a yeah. Yep, stealing oh. second base, copped it in the nuts, <laughs> then the glove comes through, ball into the glove, still before the base. So. Unreal. <laughs> So what have we learned from that? Don't steal. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Just don't send me. Texas 21 and uh, 13. They're way out in front. No, not really way out in front. I guess LA Angels uh, have been pretty good. Um, the last 10, yeah, they're two, 6 and 4. Two back. Uh, yep. Yeah, Houston 17 18. Seattle disappointing. Uh, Oakland being Oakland. Atlanta have been hot. They're 24 and 11. Mm. Um, last 10, they've had seven wins. So I think they had a six-game streak before the Orioles, didn't they, Randall? Yeah. Uh, from memory. Um, look at that runs against. 132. Yeah, Mind you, when you look down further, look at the Cubbies here. Cubbies are third in the Central. They've only given up 125 runs. Yeah. yeah. Can't yeah, score crazy. runs. New York Mets, what are they doing? They, <sighs> the days that the pitchers are on, the hitters the don't run. hit. They hit, they don't hit and pitch in the same day. It's yeah. brutal to watch. Well, look we at should. Verlander. Yeah. Verlander's first start off the DL, he went five innings, gave up one home run, and I think they lost one nil. Yeah. 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 So, that yeah. sort of sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, and same as Scherzer comes back from his suspension and just gets absolutely towed up. Yeah, yeah, he did. They both went against Detroit, team they used yeah. to play for. Yeah. Miami not doing uh, a great deal uh, either, but they're holding in there at 17 and 19. Philadelphia absolutely putrid, and Washington – uh, putrid and beat the Giants 5-0 today. Scored five, five runs. 5-1, one. One, sorry. Five runs in the top of the first off seven hits, I think it was. And uh, the Giants had their their number one pitcher so far this year. Just got absolutely shelled, shelled in the first. Di Sclafani. It was, it was brutal to watch. I turned it off after three innings after... Well, four innings, it was just double play after double play when Giants were hitting, so I, I was out. Pittsburgh Pirates, fellas. Now, last week we were talking about them. They had a pretty hot run. Um, I think they've had, they have had a six-game losing streak at, at one stage. So their last 10, they're three and seven. But if we go down to the team behind them, Milwaukee, they did exactly the same thing. So Milwaukee had a, a five or a six game um, loss period as well. So yeah, they're they're four and six in their last ten as well. So 
gave him a bit of breathing space there, I guess. But it's good. I, mean, you can't I like it. Can't. Yeah. And I, I like it. down the bottom. Yeah. Twelve and twenty-four. Yeah. And are. moving they Contreras out of yeah, and they're moving Contreras out of full-time catching. He's going to be yeah. a DH slash outfielder and catch the occasional game. Now, he yeah. was the guy who signed big money to be uh, Yardia's replacement. Yeah. So that, that hasn't worked out too well for him. Not at no. all. Now, Randall, you're talking about uh, winning the, the series opener or whatever with the Orioles. St. Louis haven't won a series opener yet. Yeah, yeah, they're they're on the they're, absolute opposite end of the scale. I, I think they're zero yeah. and twelve. The, the thing was, I, w- I watched one of their series openers the other day, and they rested Trout. And, like, are they not trying to win one of these series openers, or I, I just I don't, don't understand? Know. Like, I, I know they have to sit players and stuff like that, but that would be something sitting in their mind that you'd want to break. You would, you would think. Anyway, they, you, they look they at that game because she said trout. Oh, trout, my bad. Trout I'm talking for the Cardinals now, is he? No, I was talking about sorry, the LA Angels did the same thing the other day where <laughs> they haven't they haven't gone with um full strength team and they haven't won a series opener for four series. So, for four series, yeah, it, yeah, my bad, but the um. The Cardinals haven't won one in twelve, I think it is. Yeah, they've they, have, they haven't, haven't won, won one all year. No, so they've been putrid. And like you look at, like Goldschmidt has done very little this year, and then the other day he just goes out and hits three bombs in a game. Yeah, like you know, they just oh, I can't I, think- I can't work them out. Others aren't stepping up. It's like I think Nolan's been Nolan. He's been a little bit quiet with the bat. Goldschmidt's warming up. But besides those two, you know, like no one's really doing much for them. What's no, their the pitching? Pitching oh, hasn't been great. Pitching doing? I don't even know what their pitchers um, have been doing at the moment. Like I haven't. You still got Wayno. Wayno's still there. Wayne's still there. Um, um, Jack Flaherty. Yeah, he's he's back healthy, isn't he? Oh, oh if that's what you call him, I guess. Montgomery. Um, Nicholas signed a big contract before at the start of this year, so yeah. he should be doing better than what he is. Got a, got a good uh, looking mo though. I don't know. He he's been hitting miss though for for a little bit. I think he's been. Yeah, that's probably the, that's probably what's really hurting him. Quality pitching. Yeah. Mm. Now it's uh it's been pretty putrid to see. That's for sure. Right, um, I'm got to get back to where I was. MLB standings. Oh, Here we go. I know how hard is it. Uh, what are we up to? So we're talking about the Saint Louis West. I've just um, signed uh, uh, Mike Trout. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the Dodgers, mate. The Dodgers, 21 and 15, have just uh, taken over Arizona this week. Um, Arizona are still 
playing really well. Uh, 20 and 15. San Diego, 18 and 17. San Francisco and Colorado right out of it. Um, Dodgers are scoring yeah. some runs here. No, as usual. Um, big difference again. So plus 37 with a difference. So, uh, yeah, plenty of baseball on and uh, plenty plenty of different teams to watch and follow, I guess. A few uh, different pieces from this week. A few of these are for you, Randall. Boston Red Sox, mate. They won seven straight. Eight straight. Eight Actually, straight went now. to eight straight. Now, they lost. Who they lose to? Uh, the Phillies, I think. But, yeah, they did get to one. They won eight in a row. Yeah. So that's what's kept them going. They lost to the yep. Phillies. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> the Cardinals lost seven straight. The worst record in the National League. Um, Sonny Gray, the only qualified pitcher in the MLB with an ERA below one. That's pretty he's epic. He's been on fire. He's, he's yeah. been pitching so well. It's back to, like, he was with the Reds initially, wasn't he? So he had a few was, good years with the Reds. Um, yeah. Then just sort of, I'm not sure if it was injuries, but he just sort of petered out a little bit. But um, he's he's found that groove again. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, been, throw, he's been throwing well again. So, yeah. The old uh, Mexico series threw a few spanner in the works for the Giants. Uh, had a little bit of a... Couple of spicy tacos or something. Uh, they did pick <laughs> up a new sponsor though. They were hooked up with dude wipes after the players got the shits in Mexico. Uh, so, poor buggers. Mate, it would be like the Knights going to Bali, I guess, getting a bit of Bali belly coming yep. back. And, 100%. Australian cricket ma- team going to India. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that though, going through the team? Like you're on a, you know, you're privately chartered plane or whatever to, uh, you know, going from San Francisco to your next game, Washington, and everyone's got the runs. How bad would that be on, on the plane? Only two crappers or something like that. But, That'd be like Randall disappearing a couple of weeks ago off the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would, it be. would be, actually. <laughs> what, were, what we're talking about, the old... You know, rough belly. What about this guy? What happened here? Can anyone yeah. from today? Was it just? No, I, I didn't see it. I only saw it in, when it started popping up on socials, and I was like, "Oh, okay." A bit of a uh, dodgy belly. Might yeah. be in the the fact that the Royals weren't doing so well. I think they were down. Maybe. In saying that, it's a, it's a mere Garrett, so it's you know. It's... <laughs> It's a late six, coming in. Six pitches in, so it's not like he'd been out there for a while. You know what? The best thing here is that, you know, there's coaches out there and trainers out there straight away holding his hair. Mate, if that was you, Randall, I wouldn't be holding your hair, mate. You would have got, got me a kebab, mate. That's, That's the Sunday game in Tamworth, isn't it? It looks Usually. like it. <laughs> It looks like maybe a bit warm for for Tamworth. Yeah, yeah. There's no ice on the grass, fellas. This one was an interesting one from the week. Uh, we all 
we all talked about this one during the week. How cool is this? The longest and shortest MLB outfield walls mashup. It's pretty Fenway good. Fenway Park might be short at 310, but they've got that the huge it's gotta monster. Got to be a moonshot. Moon yeah. And you know why the monster was put in? The owner oh. at the time saw what was happening. Like Wrigley Field was built the same year and saw what was happening at Wrigley where uh, he thought – Oh, people could see from the houses into the game. So he didn't want the businesses or the houses around Fenway. He didn't want people seeing in. So that's why he built such a big wall, was to stop the locals watching the game for free, for free. making them yeah, buy a right. ticket to go in. So he was, being a cock, he was being a cocksucker, and that's yeah. how he got the, the green monster. <laughs> yep. yep, pretty much. Didn't want the people what? seeing in. That's why... Uh, it was built so high. The big one that surprises me actually is um, that left field fence, the, the long one, Camden Yards. Yep. The new fence they put in last year, it's near, I didn't realise it's now the biggest or the longest yep. left field fence. They moved it in too, didn't they? No, they Did moved they it move out. It? They, straight, they moved it out and straightened it up. Moved it out, straightened it up and went high. So it's now two panels high instead of the, you know, your standard one panel high. Some st- there's still some crazy kink or something, isn't there? Or yeah, in a yeah. So basically, almost like what you can see on that picture, where it runs this dead straight line and then it jags, basically straight back out towards um, second base where the bu- end of the bullpen is. Yeah, right. So there's basically like a right angle, two right angles out there. So yeah. like a straight Z. It's, it's a bit like Fenway as well. You look at Fenway right field yeah. where Pesky's pole is, it's like 280 or something, and then it juts out to 380, not that far out. So it really sort of elongates that <coughs> that arc. Actually, but... it, has it, it has it there, Fenway 302. Yeah. 302 to 380, yeah. Yeah, Pesky's pole. Pesky's pesky pole, yeah. If you are just listening on the podcast rather than seeing – it's a pretty cool image to look at. Um, do yourself a favour and go and have a look at it on, on YouTube because it shows several different uh, fields uh, and different lengths and just a pretty cool pretty cool image. That, that, is a, that is a really cool thing to look at when you look at that where right field line, Fenway is the shortest right down the line at 302 and then you probably go in maybe, I don't know, what, what do you reckon? 10 feet infield, and all of a sudden you've got Fenway as the longest. Yeah. So that is yeah. a that is a really a really steep jump, isn't it? Like it is. Yeah. You really want to hook one down the line. That's, yeah. that's what they say. You've got to hook it down the line. Imagine just being an outfielder at any spot at Fenway, really. It's like yeah. left field, yeah, you've got the bounce off the monster. Center field, you've got that uh, tricky part right out there where the fence goes and then you've got the monster. Right field, you've got Pesky's pole and that goes deep into the bullpens. So it's just, it just really, it's, it's that real home field advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's probably the same as, um, as Houston, isn't it? You know, where they've, you know, we've got the Crawford boxes in left. Yep. And then there's that straight line that ducks out 
you know, towards centre centre left or centre field there, where it's a weird corner and yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and there's I not like too it. many like there's not too many like Dodger Stadium where it's just your your true arc or Kauf, Kaufman Stadium's a bit the Kaufman same. State, yeah. The old school sort of just round even Wrigley a little bit. I know it's it's sort of long, but yeah, it's just no juts, just a brick wall. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's it. No foul lines, you know, no foul territory really right down the line either, is there? Once you get but right it's, out it's good to see, as you say, home field advantage. Mate, yeah. all these stadiums you talk of, nothing beats the old Marathon Stadium for the Hunter Eagles, the big black the mesh giant, mesh giant at, <laughs> at centre-right where you had two second basemen. That was fantastic. Uh, How good was that? A bit like I Paul Abel. Paul Abel down here on the Central Coast where you had, yeah, very short right field and you yep. could you could stand under tree branches. Someone would hit a pop-up and it hit one little branch, you'd still catch it, but it's a home run. Or good old Vales Point. Vales Point was good value. Vales Point no. where you had the 800-foot centre field. There's plenty of them. 20 down the lines. Oh, the Apollo grounds. Yeah. The other other good stadium uh, is the old Yankee Stadium. What about this one? One of oh. you blokes sent me through this late today. Can't remember who it was. Yeah, it was me. through it. How good is it? It is pretty good. As much as I hate the Yankees and how badly they're doing, which is so good. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Like Nesta Cortez, 26 career starts at Yankee Stadium. And has not allowed more than three runs in any of those starts in the Bronx. It's the longest such streak in franchise history. That's pretty cool stat, actually. Like it's unbelievable he's a when you think he's about a crafty it. old character, though. Like oh, he, he is. Did you see? He went for a quick pitch the other day. Umpire didn't allow it. So the following pitch, he had the longest wind up. He did the full shimmy. He did the shuffle. He just. He elongated the wind up so the batter and the umpire they had no doubt. Yeah, yeah. he's not quick pitching that time. <laughs> I didn't see yeah. that one. I'll have to have a look. It's good. I don't, I don't mind him. He's a, he's a good he's a good character. Um, and, I, and I suppose you know, with he's got a pretty good defense behind him too, doesn't he? You know. Yeah. So not giving up more was it more than three runs or whatever a game? Yeah. It's not really and surprising. It helps being a lefty there too because you're probably going to face predominantly right-handed hitters at Yankee Stadium being a lefty. So it's a lot bigger hit to left field than what it is to the short porch at right field. Yeah, sure that's is. right. That's right. You know, you watch Aaron Judge with his little – he just flicks the ball over that right field fence, doesn't he? Yeah. Going op- oppo, oppo and just flicks it away and it gets over. So Does it all the yeah. time. They should make it back like the old Yankee Stadium was. Put that, put that flagpole back in play, where it was yeah. like four sixty to centre left or something. Like that's what it should be. Hearing you, David. I'm hearing you. Last one. What about this? Tennessee High School. Oh mate, they got kicked out of their state playoffs after a kid threw a sixteen strikeout. No hitter, but went one pitch over the pitch count limit. Oh, mate. mate, you know, you know what? 
it just shows that it's not just coaches in Newcastle Baseball Association, mate. It, you know, they can do it anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter how, how professional they are, they can still get their pitch counts wrong. So, Absolutely, you know, mate. Was there a couple of those, was there? There's a couple, there were a couple of those last year, mate, in, in the Newcastle competition. So don't feel too bad, guys. You know, even the uh, big dogs make the same mistakes. Absolutely, mate. But how's that poor kid? 16 strikeout, no hitter. Yeah. And you think, you've, you've walked off and you're thinking, you beauty, I've got our team through. Throwing a no hitter, 16 strikeouts. It's like it doesn't get much better than that. Sorry, doesn't count because you went one pitch over. Yeah, I'd be interested to know how that works. Like, I know here it's you can start the batter one pitch under the limit and you can pitch, you can throw 20 pitches over the limit as long as it's only to that one batter. Yeah. If they have a, you finish they have the a 21 pitch up. Yeah, that's right. And it doesn't matter. But that I find that odd that he's gone one pitch over. So maybe he must have been, he must have finished a batter, been one pitch over the limit and then started a new batter. Yeah. Surely, surely it can't so. be a hard. Surely it can't be a hard cut off. Might be. Who knows? We'll have to have a look. Maybe. All right, fellas. Another week in sport done and dusted. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for those that jumped on live and listened to our ramble. Uh, no, we'll be no back one to ask any questions or put any yeah. shit on us. Well, okay. I, I thought there would be quite a bit of garbage. Uh, dribble comments, but that probably just means no one was watching. Yeah, mate, there was a few watching. I there's really? a few tuned in, so uh, obviously our regulars will have to get the replay tomorrow morning, like they usually do it when it goes live at six a.m. or whatever it, it usually does. But it'll be pretty much up straight away. So thanks again, fellas, and uh, I'll talk to you, blokes, next week. Poison. Too easy.